Parlor. I am one of your hosts, Matt Lamb. And I'm the other host, Jeff Lynch. And together we are the Empty Parlor on, I believe, episode, what, 28? This is 28? You're getting so loud about this episode. Did I? <laughs> did I yeah, it's 28. That's weird. You're did getting my, loud. Did my, did my microphone get louder? I don't know. It'll probably record the same way, but you're just loud in my ears, but that's okay. Let's do No, that's funny. I just... 28. I, I increased the volume in my audacity. I didn't think that it would also increase oh. for you. That's really weird. Huh. Interesting. I don't know what that's about. Interesting. Is mine that's so fucking weird. Yeah, fuck it. All right. Whatever. Yeah. Starting it off. Weird shit with the audio. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck it. We're cloning the audience into the fact that we barely know what the fuck is going on. Dude. 28 episodes in or 29 i can't even count or remember yeah 28 episodes in yeah i think it's wait no wait this might be this might be 29 28 hold on let's is it 28 28 hell yeah look at this we're fucking that's 28 hours jeff we've been doing this for this this will be our 28th hour that is more than a day we we have an entire day's worth of content and then some for these people well, clearly we need more time because we've spent the last one and a half minutes with technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, it's been a ride. If you boil down our if you boil down our best moments, we probably have like two hours. But <laughs> that's that's probably true. But you know, I, I'll squeeze out two hours. I'm fine with that. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> Fucking, we got that shit. We got. We, what if we should like maybe like for our hundredth episode, we should do like a best of. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd take a lot of. Uh, take a lot of listening but i guess we could probably just go through and try to we could do it okay yeah let's do that in in 72 episodes 72 episodes from now we'll do a best of and hopefully it'll be good and hopefully we'll still be doing it that at that point (laughs) hell yeah dude that'll be my first podcast to hit 100 episodes fucking right that'll be a that'll be a great accomplishment i'm actually excited for that but you know what we're not even a third there so yeah we're not even <laughs> we just barely passed a quarter of the way there and we're like i'm ready for the hundredth we will fucking do it i i definitely think that we're both stubborn enough or not necessarily stubborn but we're both at that point where we're like this is absolutely what we're fucking doing yeah man this is just something i do man i just sit down for a conversation every week maybe two times a week you never know depending on what happens Hell yeah, dude. We fucking got this shit. Fuck yeah. We're fucking podcast boys. <laughs> fucking right, buddy. Dude, so speaking of audio, we had audio <laughs> difficulties in the beginning there. Yeah. But something uh, roughly along the same lines, I wanted to talk about Franz List for today. So usually we talk about like paranormal stuff. This is going to be a little, a little bit of a departure from that. But I learned about Franz Liszt, and I thought this was such a like a cool dude from history. But also, I got to preface that with like the man, his own ideas, what was going on in his brain, and how he thought about society. I'm not really fucking positive because there's some like weird <laughs> connection him and uh, him and uh, v- Wagner, I think, who was like a German uh, composer who uh, was like uh, Hitler's favorite pianist or composer. So like that's some real sticky, fucked up territory there. Um, and I don't think Franz Liszt was involved in that stuff, but, uh, let's just, uh, put this on the table right now. Franz Liszt very well may have been a complete fucking piece of shit, but let's not, I mean, let's just, uh, I don't know. I don't want to ignore it. You don't want to, <laughs> that's not how you beat Nazis. I don't know if I would say like, 
even without the Nazi things, he seemed like an interesting dude to begin with. Yeah, so we're just going to talk about the legacy of Franz Liszt. Uh, and if anybody out there is a historian and knows a shitload more about Franz Liszt th- than we do, uh, feel free to hit us up and be like, yeah, this guy was definitely a piece of shit. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Let us know because we don't. Yeah. Because I, I mean, we, we definitely tried to do research on this guy, but like he's a fucking he's a fucking whatever era goddamn pianist. There's not there's not too much on the world, you know, on, on the world, on the Internet about this dude. Yeah. I mean, other he, than like the fact that he kicked ass in making music fucking right like he died in 1886 so it's not like he was directly involved in the nazi party or anything like that but no there was like some i mean who knows how much got recorded who who knows how much is rumor we'll talk about that a little bit later uh because you know he died in 1886 so clearly there's no involvement in the nazi party but there was definitely anti-semitism stuff going on back then there was like somebody that wrote a, a piece that had like some like a page full of anti-semitism anti-semitic bullshit on there and like i guess franz list signed off on it so it's like hey uh what the fuck (laughs) you doing here franz come on bro you're on the wrong side of history but you know 1800s fuck man stuff is wild um i guess a side note before we go into franz list i looked into this theory that i thought was interesting about beethoven and uh have you heard like his big thing during the civil rights movement uh to like humanize people of color because you know how fucked up white people treated each other or treated other people back in the day even up until now but during the civil rights movement there was like this phrase that was like beethoven was black and to be like hey look guys like people of color are also brilliant artists too it doesn't matter what color of skin you are so i looked into that and it doesn't sound like beethoven was like african or or like straight up like stereotypically like really dark skin it sounds like he was like a little darker complected like he'd be like a really a tan like a spanish dude it's like a tan yeah. tan dude so i think that and also so beethoven was around at the same kind of time beethoven when list started like actually playing and stuff i think beethoven was pretty much deaf but beethoven hung around in the same kind of circles with franz list so I don't think that's any sort of indication that Franz Liszt isn't a complete piece of shit. Maybe possible Nazi, but but there is a there is a possibility uh, that Beethoven was actually kind of like a brown dude, and that came through history because like, peop, you know, racist motherfuckers. You're in white Europe at the time, and the uh, music. Uh, what would you call it? Like the academia within like music and stuff like that, especially back then was probably very white and elitist, you know? So Beethoven yes. banging the fuck out of the piano. I think like people were jealous. So they tried to any way to discredit him. So they like, they talked, they're like, he's swarthy and stuff, which I guess swarthy kind of means dark complected, you know, talking about it derogatorily that way. So I'm kind of thinking it was like some haters that were out there, just some racist motherfuckers just throwing shade at Beethoven because he was banging out keys and they couldn't do it. Um, so he was out there fucking living his best goddamn life, being a fucking being a deaf pianist, deaf goddamn pianist. <laughs> so badass. He he did. Uh, Beethoven did like he was able to hear for a while. I guess he just started losing, fully losing his hearing when he was like his in his forties or something like that. Oh weird. Yeah, but a uh, good a good inter, uh, intro to Franz Liszt because Beethoven was before Franz Liszt, so it was Mozart obviously, uh, and another. Another little piece of background before this stuff uh, that Mozart actually didn't actually play the same piano that Franz Liszt did or who, you know, like your aunt or sister or whoever, you know, plays piano. Uh, it's a forte piano, I think, or piano forte. Um, 
Yeah, so I think, yeah, early piano, forte piano. So, um, hmm, forte piano or piano forte? It gets me fucked up. I would up. probably say piano forte because it's, uh, it would be Italian, and I've, I'm pretty sure that they put uh, adjectives after their nouns. Hmm. Wait, this is piano forte, forte piano. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a, it's a piano forte, forte piano. <laughs> okay, yeah, forte piano. So. Introducing Mozart's, Mozart's forte piano. So um, one of the big reasons why Franz Liszt was such a dynamic, popular, uh, like world-renowned, groundbreaking comp- uh, composer and previous to that pianist is because he would like double down on notes. So like really quickly in rapid succession, play the same note. And Mozart didn't actually have the capability to, d- to do that because the piano that Mozart played on was a precursor to the modern piano. And that piano had like loosely loose strings, so they weren't as taut as they are now. And they also had leather wrapped around the heads. So instead of like whatever they are now, that felt stuff, that like dense felt, whatever the hell it is, uh, using different materials. So it didn't have the like double action that they can do now. So Franz Liszt shows up on the scene during a different piano format. So there's like a divide. I think it's like right around the turn of the 19th century when this happens. Um, so Franz Liszt shows up, I believe he shows up like in like 18, 1820 or so. So when he's like young, like nine years old and Franz Liszt like grew up around a bunch of really good pianists. Uh, I read some stuff that's saying like he hung out, like his dad was friends with Mozart, but then, or no, wait, his, oh, his, okay, here it is. His friend, uh, was his, his dad's friend was Antonio Salieri, who people know about that guy. Mozart's rival. Yeah. So like this dude helped Franz Liszt on his way to becoming a genius pianist. But I guess like these dudes weren't really focused on the fingering aspect of piano. There was more of like the feel to it. So like Franz Liszt, nine years old, just jamming out was like playing. Like it was weird. Like one account said that he was playing like almost like insinuating like a sexual fucking thing. And it's like, this is a nine year old kid, but they were like saying like he was like, playing like making love to the piano it's like yo nine years old but fucking back off but nah, 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 yeah nah. that fucking nine-year-old was like fucking getting down <laughs> he doesn't even hit puberty yet he probably just gets those like weird fucking middle school boners that you can't stand up <laughs> 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 but yeah so he he just played with a lot of passion and again he was around all these amazing composers and pianists and at some point, his family, I think it's something like his dad worked across the street from some piano store. And Franz Liszt walks into the, he's like nine years old, walks into the piano store and he goes, hey, uh, he's like, can I play the piano? And the people that own the joint were like, I don't know, can you? And he just sat down and started fucking the piano, you know, whatever the hell they're talking <laughs> about. So he starts just playing the shit out of the piano. And they're like, holy fuck this kid is nuts <laughs> they just <laughs> on the drop of a dime they go like okay we're gonna send this kid all over europe he's gonna play all over in germany and belgium and we're gonna fund it and we're gonna give him pianos all along the way so franz Liszt did that as a kid and he was just you know just doing really well just shutting down shows as a kid and then at some point his dad dies and it really fucks with him so you know dad croaks what are you gonna do gonna go into exile for a little while And then at some point, uh, he comes back onto the scene. So it's like 1833, he comes back, and 
uh, I guess he just starts fucking banging out music. So like at this point, the piano had evolved past that that of Mozart because when he was like nine years old, this uh, new kind of piano was really starting out. And he in his his childish performances, not childish performances, but his I guess his kid fucking performances, whatever the hell they're describing when he's making love to this piano, were just awesome. So then it it uh, influenced the spread of this piano type all around Europe and it became kind of the standard. So he comes back when he's like 22 years old and he's just fucking on fire, dude. He's got, he's got like uh he's got like hair, like the brother from, uh, from boy meets world, you know, yeah. you know, the middle part. And I guess people are losing their minds because apparently like he, he traveled to Russia, uh, to go play the piano. And I guess the Russians were like, what, what is this? He can't, <laughs> they're like, he can't have that hair, man. Cause you know it's like back then they just like put rules on stupid shit. They're like, hey, we can't see your we can see your knee. You're gonna die now. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Pretty fucking. Much. <laughs> hey, uh, your hair's not cut right. You're gonna die now. Like that was like the solution to everything. But yeah, they were like freaking out because he had some longer hair. Who knows why? It could have been some like misogynistic bullshit. Like, hey, you can't look like a girl because fuck you or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, Franz List. Also was a ladies' man, but uh, we'll get into that a little bit. So he's 22 years old, goes on like a nine-year tour of Belgium and Germany. So I got—I just kind of had a thought in my head. I'm not using any notes on this. This is just all off the top of the dome. Uh, I might have some shit mixed up, but you know you didn't come here for a history lesson. We're just here for some entertainment. So we'll just let me get through the exactly. story. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he goes on this long tour, and I guess he is just knocking down the house, dude. And it's to the point where, like, he's drinking coffee and he, like, put it on the side, like, put it off to the side and girls would like, come over and they'd have, like, these little, little like, claspy jug things or, like, flasks. And they'd, like, pour some of his coffee in the little flask and then hide it in their purse and, like, run off with it. Like, real creepy activity, man. Like, imagine if a dude did that to a female. Or, like, a dude I mean, did that to a sure dude. they do, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dudes are the fucking worst. But they wouldn't talk about it. I'd be like, dude, that chick oh, yeah, had no, what's up. It would not be a, like cool thing like even the guys that do that shit are like oh, i got a fucking problem <laughs> i don't know but i don't know have you ever met one of those fucking weirdos i haven't i guess that's fair i've, I've never met a fucking creep like that <laughs> yeah so i guess it could go no it's i don't know i i don't condone <laughs> doing that shit at all oh no absolutely i'm not saying it's like, i'm just saying like i just feel like i feel like guys that do that shit it, are usually probably at least self-aware enough to be like i'm, I'm a fucking creep <laughs> they're just like collecting their coffee <laughs> out of their cup yeah. they left at starbucks like i'm a fucking creep but still harvesting yeah. it <laughs> shit yeah, yeah no like they know, they know what's up but they're like ah i'm a fucking weirdo i gotta do it anyway like they're, they're i gotta do my weirdo shit <laughs> like all those dudes are like all of them are like eight like typical Dahmer types where they're like Dahmer's like yeah i knew it was all fucked up but i'm fucked up too so i did it <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly it. Is they're like, yeah, it's fucked up, but I mean, I am fucked up. So, what am I gonna do? Hey, what are you gonna do? I uh, not take their coffee. <laughs> I collect half drink coffees from Starbucks from girls I think are cute. I'm like, yeah, you got a fucking. Oh, problem. What do you do with your fucking time? I, I found my hobby. <laughs> He's like, I don't even drink the coffee. I got plenty of time. I just want. I just want to look at. It. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking weird, man. Dude, that reminds me. Okay, I know we're talking about Franz List, but that reminds me. So I don't know why this was a thing, but so. Uh, small town, Iowa. So my dad was a cop. So we like had connections to like judges and shit like that. And for whatever reason, one day we went over to this judge's house and it was like a normal house. And, uh, 
it, it seemed fine or whatever, whatever. They had a pool in their backyard. And uh, the first time we went over, there was fine. And then another time I had to get babysat by these people. And I was young. I think I was like 10 or so. Because at the time, I never questioned what the fuck happened here. And I still don't know what the hell was going on. Because they gave us like a tour of their house the, se- the second time. The first time they didn't. The second time they gave us a tour of the house, just me and my sister. And downstairs in the basement, it was like a normal basement carpeted and stuff. But they just had a big jail cell in their basement. Like Whoa. iron bars, dude. That is yeah. That's sus. Yeah, and I don't I, like I th- I've thought about that a few times in the last couple of years, and it's just like hmm, that's a fucked up memory. But now that we can dig into it, I mean, again, putting a pin on Franz's list for not forgetting that stuff. But yeah, I don't know what kind of creepy ass judge shit was going on down there. Do they have like some fu- fucking sort of gimp festival where people came in there like dressed up like prisoners or something, and you just threw them in the jail cell? And- like poked, poked I mean, him or something. That definitely sounds like a kink thing. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, fucking. I'm the prisoner and you're the warden. Like, imagine going over to somebody's house and like, hey, you want to go hang out in my jail cell? Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> fucking no, man. I definitely don't, don't want to do, do that. <laughs> That's not on my agenda, and I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm calling the cops. He's like, yeah, I'm a judge. And it's like, oh shit. Like, what am I supposed <laughs> to do? That dude. Maybe that guy. Maybe that guy be, might be one of like the however many serial killers that are active these days. Because you know it's like that uh, Golden State killer was a cop. You know it's like if you have that kind of power, imagine. I mean, okay, so you, there's only so many judges in Northern Iowa, and people know me. So if fucking anybody can put the pieces together and be like, this is that judge. I don't know. That guy seems to be a normal fucking person. But all I'm saying is that in that guy's <laughs> basement, there's a fucking big ass jail cell, like big iron bars and shit. No fucking idea what the hell happened there. But like, come on, bud. Just you know. Just some good old-fashioned Judge S&M. Yeah. Like, who knows? This guy could be one of the creepiest motherfuckers on the planet and puts people in that cage and leaves them there. And it's in his basement. I feel basement. like, though... I, f- ah, fuck. I feel like... Uh, I feel like if you're going to have, like, an open s and Like, I feel like if you're going to have, like, a prisoner cage, like, like, a regular prisoner cage, not, like, a sex prisoner cage, you would hide it better. But, like, a sex prisoner cage, I don't know. You might just leave it out in the open. Like, fuck it. At least put a tarp or over, like, a bl- blanket <laughs> over it or something. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that it was a good plan to just, like, let that shit ride. But, like, if you, I don't think it was used for bodies. I definitely think it was, like, weird, sexy kink time with this fucking judge and his wife. Which is still not something you want to just, like, leave out in the open. But, like... Better than having a, like, I keep bodies in this cage. <laughs> yeah. Man. I don't know. It was just kind of weird recalling, like, as a child being showed this, too. It's like, why are you showing the yeah, kid the be, cage in your basement, would, bro? They showed it to you? That's what I'm saying. It wasn't even the first time my parents went there. Maybe they showed my parents. And they're like, look at this shit. You guys want to get down with this later? I don't fucking know, dude. Because the second time they showed us. It's like, hey. I, I thought you just like saw it. I didn't. Re- I I guess I didn't. I didn't catch the part where they fucking showed it to you. That's fucking weird. Yeah, man. It's like we went down there. Like I remember distinctly, I had a good time in that babysitting thing, and like they showed. They, I watched Forrest Gump for the first time and stuff. It was delightful. But like that part, real fucking weird memory. Like they, we walked down in the basement. Like this is the basement. That's my cage. Here's here's a pinball machine. <laughs> <laughs> like, for my freelance judging, right. I just do this as a hobby There's like some fucking like creepy dude down there He's like that's the bailiff Don't worry about him (laughs) He gets fed on a schedule He just lives here You know it's 
what we do down here. Freel- my freelance judge work, as we- as I am wont to do. Oh man, I'm sure there's like there's probably an online community of judges that get real kinked out and fucking put people in jail cells. They're like, but I want to be the one sentenced. Yeah, isn't that kind of like a, a ju- the judge community? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> judge kinks. Oh man, man. I, that's I mean that, that like because we like we've said it and we've spoken words of it then yeah it definitely exists now but we just summoned it into reality we did it's from something that we've just created oh god what have we done if if uh judge kinkism didn't exist before oh my god babe you're amazing my wife just de- delivered me a beer nice thank you so much mucho apreciado bonita is that how you say that Bonita means nice, doesn't it? Oh, I thought it meant beautiful. Oh, it might mean beautiful. I don't fucking know. Huh. Either way, dude. Uh, maybe I maybe in my brain I summoned a beer too. I don't know. But <laughs> beer summoning skills yes. acquired. But dude, I mean, for all we know, up until six thirty my central time on January twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. Judge kinks did not exist, and we just created them, and all of a sudden a bunch of people just, like, poofed on a bunch of white fucking wigs and black garments and put gavels in their hands, and fucking now all of a sudden there's judge kinks. I mean... We could have just changed a bunch of people's lives. Dude, we just fucking... We brought that shit into the goddamn universe, and because we spoke life to it, it's going to already be on the, like, web and shit like that. Like, just going to be just fucking buku fucking videos Dude. of goddamn judges just going to town on uh, like i'm doing it i wonder i mean i'm I'm, I'm googling (laughs) judge kinks i'm gonna google judge porn (laughs) here comes the judge putting the kink work on trial what the fuck okay it just sounds like this guy's a retired judge that does gimp shit okay Uh, that's that's boring it hasn't hit the internet yet but it will. <laughs> we, we, we've, we've spoken life into it. It's coming. Man, I've searched so many incognito tabs while doing this podcast. If the, <laughs> the NSA is watching, dude, I'm not. I don't watch porn every the day, every like, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, from, from what I understand, they just collect metadata, so they're not actually looking at what I'm looking at. If they're, if you're not a prime suspect, so if they're just collecting things in the ether, they're just like this guy. Because how that intelligence collection shit works, they're like, this guy does this at this time every day. So they're like, at six-ish on Tuesdays, this guy opens up an incognito tab. And then probably one of the NSA guys is like, get caught another porn watcher, dude. (laughs) 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 Nope, just doing a podcast looking up creepy judge shit, bro. (laughs) You want to look at what we're doing? You'll fucking learn a lot about Franz Liszt, Bell Witch, fucking Sniper Monkeys, stuff like that, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro, if 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 something comes up on Reddit, like a today I learned subreddit that's like today I learned that a bunch of judges are in a kink festival. And it's like, fuck this, we're in a simulation because for the audience, I texted you this last night. So, I was playing a video game last night, and in the first person shooter I was playing, I had a sniper rifle, and one the guy I sniped was named fucking Sniper Monkey. And did we talk about Sniper Monkey on the podcast? Yes, we talked about Sniper Monkey in the podcast last week, I believe. Okay, good. I was going to say, like, I wasn't sure if, if we actually talked about it or not, or if we just fucking laughed about it before we did the podcast. No, I remember we did a little shout out to Sniper Monkey. We told the audience how to look at it. Look it up. Sniper Monkey. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do remember. Do you know what? That was a fucking... The crazy... Dude. God, I fucking love Sniper Monkey. Okay, the craziest 
the craziest fucking like simulation coincidence that I've ever experienced. Again, we're going to go back to Franz list. We're going to talk about that shit, but you know, that's the nature of our podcast. Um, yeah, this <laughs> derailed the podcast. Oh, dude, a little a non sequitur about derailed. Okay. So fuck. Hopefully I don't lose the train I was going on before. Fuck. Where was I just going? Uh, we were talking, you were talking about sniper monkeys and then I said the word derailed. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Derailed. Put a pin in derailed, 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 derailed. Put a pin in that shit. Topa person, whatever in my head, fucking keep that shit derailed. Maybe I'm just going to write it down. I'll just do that. It'll be easier. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the craziest thing, because I was going to lose this for sure. The craziest like si- simulation thing ever. So I can't say what the words were that I saw. So essentially when I was in the Air Force, I got read into like some crazy secret program or whatever that like required a bunch of read-ins. And I, 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 like, it's just like shit no one knows about, right? And uh, so I had that in my brain. I just I just got right into the program, went home, was playing Xbox Connect so uh, to play Halo 1. So I was like Xbox Connect, if anybody doesn't know, it's like a you could open up a program on your computer and that like routes your connection from your Xbox through your computer. And so it's like acting like a switch so that you can play. you. So before Halo Master Chief Collection, you could play Halo 1 and Halo 2 online after Xbox Live cut it off. So... Uh, that's neither here nor there. So I was playing Halo 1 on uh, the Xbox, and I fucking shit you not, two terms from the crazy, crazy, crazy secret shit that I learned, two t- distinct code names were the names of two people that were playing in the fucking lobby with me. Whoa. Yeah. I, and and it, was, it was like, what the fuck? Because at that point, it's like, I can't reach out to these people and be like, how do you know those words? How do you, why, why is this, why do you have this? Like, are you, are you this, that, what, why do you have it? It's just like, what the fuck is, if there's a God, is he fucking with me right now? Is he trying to get me to talk about this? Dude, yeah, maybe it's like some super fucking deep recon fucking counterintelligence thing. They're like, let's see if Jeff Lynch is a fucking spy who's going to give our secrets up. Let's give him all this crazy. Halo 2. Yeah, let's give him all this crazy secret information. Then let's let's inject two words that are associated with that crazy secret stuff. And then let's see if he acknowledges that and then tell somebody in the room about those two things that he learned about earlier that day. (laughs) <laughs> like that'd be fucked it's like just way too fucking like way too involved dude if that if, but like also <laughs> like that sounds pretty on brand for our fucking like intelligence agency just be like let's do it the fucking weirdest shit to really fuck with his brain <laughs> i don't know i've been in the intelligence community too I, I mean i was at like the top top level i never got deep or anything obviously but from what i understood and working the stuff that i did it wasn't that crazy unless you unless you are like persona non grata like unless they're like this motherfucker's got a death wish or whatever you know it's like he's fucking with the government really bad or something maybe they'll do some shit like that but I, why the fuck would they do it to me they just gave me access to a bunch of crazy secrets unless that's the whole True. thing maybe that's like we just gave him secrets so let's see if he let's see if he's reckless with them i don't know let's see what he let's see if he just immediately goes on <laughs> Halo Live. <laughs> and it's like, guys, guess what the government just told me? Yeah, that's the craziest thing because that, like, convergence in my two realities. Because, like, when you're working in the government, you know, like what I was doing, you have to compartmentalize your brain into work stuff and not work stuff. Because work stuff, like, you, like, there's literally only, like, three buildings I could have talked about the shit that I knew. 
And if I talked about it outside, it's like a federal offense. So it's like I had to right. box that shit up in my brain and be like, never, ever, ever, ever talk about this shit unless you're in this setting or you're in a similar setting where it's allowed or whatever, right? Um, so it's like the, the, the confluence of those two realities was honestly kind of fucking mind-blowing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I can imagine that would like have I, that would have for sure fucked with me. Yeah, and and the thing is, is that the 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 f- f- one of them was a phrase, one of them was a word, and it's like there's no reason. Like they're, they're, those words are chosen because they're weird and nonsensical and have no association with to to whatever this is. You know, it's like it's like I'm not going to, but I could say those words and they wouldn't mean anything to anybody besides the people that know about it. But it's like I'm so fucking scared of like because it's just the, the weight of whatever that was. But like. Uh, I don't know, dude. It was just, that's the creep, one of the creepiest things. And I don't believe in simulation theory, but like as time goes by, it's like so many weird coincidences happen that it's like, what, is this a glitch in the matrix? Like, what the fuck is it? Like, is my cat, is the Ram cache full and they're just reusing pick like sprites? What the fuck is going on here? It's fucking, I, I think I brought him up uh, on the podcast before I called them singularities, which was incorrect, but there, and I'm already forgetting the fucking word. But it's not called the singularity. It's called a um, synchronicity is the mm. word where that like where if you think of a red car, you'll see a red car kind of thing, too. Yeah. But like it's uh, th- that stuff like that is also just like you can blame it on like brain chemistry and like, you know, like, the oh, if you if you think of a red car, you see a red car. Or you can also just accept the fact that like sometimes shit is just fucking weird. Bingo. And like, yeah, like so when people are like, oh, like, like this is explainable phenomenon. It's like, OK, but what? Fucking what if it isn't like, <laughs> yeah. like we also need to explore the fact that like, I think that's like, I think that's the one issue that I take with Occam's razor is like sometimes, yeah, like sure. Like oftentimes the simplest answer is the right answer, but like the more that we latch onto that ideology, the less that we're going to explore alternate possibilities, which leads to like not having all of the answers. Well, I, so I, I mean, I see what you're saying, but also Occam's razor and Hanlon's Hanlon's razor, all the other razors and, you know, uh, that kind of thing that all that's a tool. It's, it's like, it's like, if you have a, if you have a, if you have to drill a fucking five foot long screw into a, into a, like a house or something like whatever the fuck, I don't know, a huge screw you got to screw in. You're not going to use a hand tool. You're going to use a big fucking giant machine to do that. So it's like some things that just require a small screw, like a screwdriver, Occam's razor, Hanlon's razor takes care of that shit. But you're dealing with bigger screws, you'd need bigger ideas and more complex thought, right? I suppose that's fair. I don't know. I just I think that like I don't know. I think it's the same thing with uh, I guess my I think that it applies for a lot of things. But when it applies to like the really strange stuff, that's what I'm just like, can we maybe explore the fact that shit might just be weird like when you think of a song and uh, like when you think of a song and then it plays on the radio and it's like okay it's a you know you could we could just be like oh it's a it's a common song and we it just you know it was a coincidence so we thought about it or we could think about the fact that the government's putting fucking radio waves in our goddamn brains to make us think that we're listening to music when really we're all being fucking brainwashed man and that's the truth it's all alien bone music it's all alien bone music <laughs> all the way down <laughs> All the way fucking down. We're just being controlled by aliens. What do you what you think is Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer fucking with your brains, dude? Bell Witch. Fucking alien bone music, man. <laughs> it's Bell Witch controlling. <laughs> it's a Bell Witch tra- piloting an aircraft, sending out alien bone music into your fucking soul. Exactly. That's why I, you know, we need to stop saying, "Oh, it's Occam's Razor." Nah, dude. It's the fucking 
We gotta we gotta wake up and believe that the radio waves the government is putting out is actually alien bone music, and we gotta fucking wake up, sheeple. Yeah, wake the fuck up, sheeple. It's all alien bone music. It's all conspiracy, and you're you're all fucked. Exactly. Everything is okay, being this is where <laughs> everything everything is being sent to us from Mars Moon Low, from the other side of it, which is an obelisk there, and it's controlling all of you guys. And and Hillary Clinton is is pulling the strings the entire time. That's what's going on. It's so fucking wild to me that, like, people seem so innocuous, but, like, apparently, like, these random fucking people control, like, the entire, like, the whole, like, it's like, come on, man. Like, if nobody that's controlling the fucking underground is gonna be a public face, like, right. what a, like, what a dumb thing for conspiracy theorists to think, like, oh, they're just gonna show their fucking face to the world? Nah, dude, like, Hillary Clinton would probably be, like, one of the lowest goddamn like people on the totem pole if that's what's actually what's going on there like yeah, why is she running for so office dumb. why is she providing all her tax returns like what what the fuck yeah like come on alex jones yeah fuck these people like it's these people that don't exist it's these i mean i uh it's like weird segue but uh I, I recently watched um uh, uh fuck i can't remember oh promise neverland hmm it's an anime. It's really, really cool. And it's like a giant metaphor for human trafficking, basically. Whoa. Yeah. It's really neat. Damn. It's a great... It's a really cool anime. Basically, the premise... Spoiler alert. Spoiler for anybody that wants to... I mean, I'm not going to reveal the whole thing. But I'm just going to reveal the plot. And, like, I don't want to reveal the twist right away to anybody. For no spoilers, skip ahead to. 15 to 20 seconds. Yeah. Or maybe longer. So, I don't know. Skip ahead. But, yeah, so I'll just, I'll just go through the... But, basically, the, the plot that relates to human trafficking essentially is that uh it's these kids they think that they're just like orphans in an orphanage but it turns out that they're actually like human cattle being raised for demons to eat their souls oh isn't that kind of the same thing as that really really as spirited away no spirited away is just like a fun like movie where i thought it wasn't it like this their sins turned them into animals and then the animals ate yeah that was a thing but like oh, I, okay. the, they don't like yeah this is like literally like human children are literally being like raised on a farm Oof. and then like shipped away to be eaten by demons and uh Fuck. it's just it's just a metaphor for like human trafficking how there's yeah possibly like rings of people that will like you know give birth to kids and then not register with them with the you know with the system and then they literally lit have these like non-existent humans that they just traffic around because there's no evidence that they exist that hurts my whole that hurts my heart man to think about that kind yeah, of thing it's, it's fucked up but i mean that, yeah. that was what the anime was kind of i mean they, they they took a you know creative spin with it but like that's more or less what they highlight is like yeah like that is a real thing that fucking happens in the world and it's terrifying i mean that stuff needs to be talked about we need to expose that kind of shit like we can't just let that stuff happen in the shadows anymore i mean i i personally have a really tough time with dealing with child abuse stories and like these shows that are on Netflix talking about child abuse and rape and stuff. I just can't, I don't watch it. I don't, I'm not a fan of that violent stuff. Like I'm fine watching like adult stuff, but like any violence towards kids involving kids, it just really bothers me because I just think about like, like I just think about the people that really have that happen to them. And cause like, I, I don't know. I, I like to think about like, there's a reason for X, Y, and Z. I'm not a person that's like, there's a reason for everything. But like when I see somebody that's like a flawed human and like they're, maybe they're just like manic or they're like really fucking angry at the world. And it's like, man, your dad must've been really mean. 
you know it's like who knows what yeah. happened in your past and and it's like watching those fucked up sh- shows like i know this promised neverland isn't that way but like some of the stuff that my mom and dad watch because you know like i don't know i think there's like a proclivity for cops to watch cop shit so like my parents watch this stuff like svu special victims unit or whatever and it's like man how do you sit here and watch a fake like a fantasy land autopsy of a child that was raped what the fuck how is this normal in yeah. in our society like that is not okay in my book like i'm i i completely understand we need to like make people aware that horrible shit happens to kids but why the fuck are we making a fantasy land and having a real kid pretend to be a raped dead kid it's like this is all sorts of lay, layers of fucked up to me no i 100 agree man like the human fascination with violence is like deeply disturbing to me at some time like at some point yeah i mean i'm a, i'm guilty of it i'm a like i like i did i did muay thai fucking wrestled my whole life i'm into martial arts but when i step back and i think about it it's like ah, these guys yeah there's art here this is an art form but at the end of the yeah, day and what there's, is, and there's uh, there's a whole layer of consent there like yeah. that's two dudes choosing to be violent toward each other i mean and that's a different thing it's kind of on like, the same it's like a string if everything's like connected and like you have rungs all the way down, all the way down to like beating up a kid at the top of that is like MMA, right? It's like, this is the most noble, but then it's still along a line. It can like tumble down into really, really horrible, dark shit. You know, it's like at the end of the day, an MMA match is just dis- displayed violence, no matter if it is uh, like an art form and it's a kind of a dance and it's there's beauty in it, but it still is violence at its heart. So, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole weird thing. I mean, it's it's, I mean, it's the fucking Coliseum of now. Man, the Coliseum. It, that I think that one. Let's not dive into the Coliseum because that one. I think we should we should do a lot of shitty research that we usually do, and we should talk about the Coliseum because there's a lot of really cool shit about that. Yeah, they would like one of my favorite things to learn about that was uh, that they would flood it mm-hmm. and do fucking simulated naval battles. Yeah, dude, that's put a kind of fucking cool. Put a pin in that shit. Let's, I want to talk about that. Cause there's like, I think that's like an hour long conversation about the, yeah. Cause it, we can probably fucking, we'll do that. We got, we can do that one, but let's get, we still have to fucking finish a Franz list. We do. We do. We do. We're still half out. We're dude. We're doing really well, man. We got an hour and a half left. We're good. We're good. Oh yeah. Fuck. We still <laughs> only 30 minutes in. I, I, I saw eight o'clock and I was like, Oh man, we've been, but then I remembered that we had it some nah, time before we're golden grams, baby. Um, <laughs> hell yes but dude i think something we could do with the coliseum would be like to, to <laughs> instead of like tigers and lions and bears uh oh yeah we, we established that there's no fucking hippos in the coliseum because they couldn't yeah. actually wrangle those bastards <laughs> there's no way you could wrangle a fucking hippo no way but maybe you could wrangle a fresno walker Oh, now you can for sure wrangle, wrangle a friend. I mean, you look, it's just fucking legs. Yeah, so... Oh, look at me. I'm fucking legs over here. <laughs> fucking. Okay, maybe we should just get into this now because we're doing a double podcast when we have a fucking night. Maybe the first one will be like part of Franz List and then the rest of it's nonsense. The second podcast, other part of Franz it's List. It's all nonsense. Yeah. It's our podcast. It's true. It's just Matt and Jeff. I was, I kind of wondered that earlier. It's like, what do people characterize our podcast as? And I, in my head, I was like... It's definitely just nonsense. And then it's, I mean, in my head, I was like, yeah, you're right. It's, it's structured nonsense. We, we do our best to like be like, okay, let's fucking at least figure out kind of halfway what we're doing. For sure. If anybody out there has no like inkling of ADHD or ADD 
or like (laughs) OCD or OCPD, then uh, uh, maybe this is not your podcast because this is pretty all over the fucking place. But maybe it's a dream for people that also think the way that we think. And we just start just shooting down different avenues instead of staying on the right path. Like if like if in your brain there's a GPS that's leading to Franz list, we're taking all the back roads. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we started a Franz list and we went and we started talking about battling the Fresno Walkers <laughs> in goddamn the Coliseum. Bro, I think okay, I'm writing that down. Battling cryptids in the Coliseum. Oh, Hell yeah, that's where the big feet went. Oh my god. That is that is a Thomas Francis University PhD award-winning paper that we could write about whatever happened yeah. to the Bigfoots and the is that Romans. Be our third PhD each. Yeah, and it's going to be the disappearance of Bigfoot is not due to the seclu- seclusive nature of the animal. It's because the Romans fucking murked them, them, dude. All. They were- and turned them all into ghosts. Yep, who got imprisoned by aliens. So we, goddamn dude, we fucking busted this case wide open. We got goddamn Bobo's over there fucking thinks he figured it out. He doesn't know shit. He doesn't know a goddamn thing about the fucking alien ghost big feet. All Bobo can do is is tell how tall eight <laughs> feet is from fifty yards out. <laughs> fucking insanity, man. Spatial awareness I classes at Thomas Francis University. Actually, I think I wouldn't. I mean, Bobo's got funding from the show. But I bet his first degree was from Ta- Travis Francis University. Travis. <laughs> the fucking... That just fucking reminds me. Uh, did you ever watch uh, The Good Place? Uh, a little tiny bit. Caitlin was really into that show. But I... There was, uh, really there was a it. bit in it that made me fucking lose it. Where uh, one of the characters... <laughs> he talked about how his high school was just a series of boats chained together and all their classes were were going door to door to sell magazines. <laughs> what? It's it, he's like this dude from Florida, so they were just kind of like joking about how like life in Florida is so fucking goofy. And he's like, "Yeah, my fucking high school was just a series of uh, boats chained together." <laughs> that would actually be kind of dope. Uh, yeah, so it just made me think, like, "Oh, that's that's got to be Travis Francis <laughs> University." It's like it's shitty boats. Of, it's a bunch of canoes. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just like fucking like houseboats tied together with fucking like houseboats built in 1953 with shitty yeah. balsa wood. <laughs> They're mildewed out. They fucking stink. There's fish in there for some reason and rats and cats, but the cats don't eat the fish or the rats. They just attack you. They just chill. (laughs) No, they're just mean cats. That's Travis Francis University. That's Travis. Yeah, exactly, dude. Dude. It's just a bunch of houseboats, and you have to fuck a tightrope walk across the fucking chains to get to your next classes. Fuck yeah, dude. So I still got to talk about Derailed, but it has something to do. So Derailed has something to do with my hometown of Charles City, Iowa. But- Travis Francis University. The reason why I use Travis Francis University is kind of like the redneck kind of alternative is because I knew this guy growing up named Travis, and this is a special character. So this guy, uh, <laughs> I think he might have had a little bit of a learning disability, but he was the man. Like, yeah, I think he was a little bit slow, excuse me, because of some of the stuff he did. But, but for all I know, he just didn't give a fuck about anything. But he might have, I don't know. This guy's a really good guy. He's a good dude, but he did some really absurd shit. So, like I said earlier, yeah, yeah. Sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, did a lot of wrestling growing up. Travis was on the wrestling team. And uh, so, in middle school, we're at a meet. So, like, 
I don't know if you know anything about like uh, lower tier wrestling, but when you do a meet, like pretty much everybody in the stands, at least where I was, most people in the stands at a tournament meet are all like wrestlers themselves or like their family members. So it's not like there's not like a big audience there. It's not a big deal. And especially like wrestling in middle school, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody's gonna like show up to yeah. go watch. They're like, dude, you want to go watch the fucking wrestling match tonight? And like, who's showing up? Triple H? No, dude, Jeff Lynch is fucking <laughs> wrestling some fucking pasty kid from Decora. Like, no, nobody. Believe me, I <laughs> I was on the swim team. If you want to talk about no one fucking showing up to watch, okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so I'm at yeah, so so we're at this tournament and T Dog is fucking wrestling, dude. And you know whatever's happened, I don't I don't know if he's winning or losing, whatever. But no, actually he was winning. Yeah, this is why this is so fucking ridiculous. So he did this, he did something like this twice. I'll tell both stories. So he's winning. He's beating the shit out of this kid. And then out of nowhere he just stands up. And then the kid underneath is like, "What the fuck?" And the ref is like, "Hey, you got to wrestle." And he just goes, "I need to take a shit." And he just leaves. <laughs> And he just went and goes and takes a shit and he comes back and they didn't even like forfeit the match. They just waited for him to take a shit because it was like he just has that fucking big dick energy, I guess. They're just like, yeah, I don't know. This guy might fucking kill us if we don't let him continue. Like he was winning this match and he just got up and went to take a shit. I mean, you know what? Sometimes, dude, that fucking holy shit. That is. uh, So I had buddies that were on the swim or the the, uh, wrestling team in my high school and of course, like when something fucking happens, like you know, rumors go around. Apparently, and they never found out who. Well, I mean, or at least I'm not gonna say because I think I know. But just to not even kind of put this guy on blast. Yeah. Apparently, there was a dude that shit himself during practice, and he got smeared all over the fucking mat, and no one would own up to it. So they literally, the coaches oh, were just like, "All right, man. everybody, take fucking 15, and we'll clean this up, and we won't talk about it. And if whoever needs to clean themselves up, we're we're just again." We're not going to talk about this. Just go take care of yourself. Oh, my God, dude. That's rough. That's rough, dude. I, Dude, I feel it. It's, that's some fucked up shit, man. Like, you fart in wrestling practice, and it really stinks, and, you know, it's kind of, like, embarrassing. But yeah. that's not that bad. But, like, taking a shit in class, that's fucked. It's not good. Didn't, like, one of the – didn't one of, a, like, the female pro UFC fighters shit herself during a match, like, not too long ago? I think I remember something like that. But you know what, dude? Like, those people are getting bashed on. Oh, literally the shit getting the yeah. like, literally getting the shit kicked out of them. Like, I'm not here to talk shit. I'm just saying, like, I think that happened. Like, and that's on a pro level. So, like, this high school kid, it's like, yeah, like, dude, you're going to fucking get squeezed. And, like, you, and the worst part is, like, it's after high school. And, like, you can't, like, trying to shit during high school is just not, like, easy. Like, it's not something you can easily do. Wait, in fucking, at the uh, Burlington Coat Factory? <laughs> exactly it's very hard to shit at the coat factory <laughs> but no like i just remember so our high school was like just perpetually on fucking lockdown because oh my god people just kept making bomb yeah like i we weren't allowed in the hallways except for during passing and like we like even to like like you couldn't like go anywhere without like an escort wow like yeah dude my high school was just straight up full it was like fucking prison like it literally was prison <laughs> god so like you couldn't take a shit because you couldn't be like, hey, I need you to call someone from the office. I have to take a shit. Like, I graduated in 09, and we didn't have to deal with any of that stuff. Burlington was a special breed of trash. <laughs> you just got a bunch of fucking rednecks that are like, hey, you think if we call in a bomb threat, we won't need to take our chemistry exam? You're like, hey, we don't have a chemistry. They're like, we, don't, we aren't even in high school. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so the big problem 
the what what it was is so in like sorry if this comes out is like maybe i you know i'm not gonna try to sound too ignorant here but uh so burlington is three hours or so roughly north of st louis Mm -hmm. and roughly uh three hours west of chicago that's a nice spot yeah so if you're running drugs oh what 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 yeah what better little in between space is between two major cities and a small town with a police force where most people know every cop on like they know the names of every police officer bro i guarantee you those fucking drug dealers that had to clean their money off were definitely like you want to go launder our coats at burlington coat factory bro (laughs) i mean you're not too far off there was one clothing store that I can think of is probably still open. It's it's a quote unquote clothing store that I never see anyone going in. The name keeps changing and it's stayed open since I've been like 12 years old. God damn dude. Yo. All right. Conspiracy time. That made me think about that. This is a fun conspiracy that I learned about recently was <laughs> so, you know, when you go to buy a mattress in a mattress store, no yes. one's ever in that motherfucker, right? Damn. Think about that. I've also never bought a mattress at a mattress store. Okay, have you ever went into a mattress store with your or like a furniture store or a mattress store with your family when you're growing up or like at any point? Have you ever went in one? Do you count IKEA? No. I'm talking about like a like a grassroots store. Like that's just like we're mattress farm or whatever the fuck they call it. And it's like come in here and farm mattresses or whatever. Now my parents didn't really like to take me to places like that because I was a wild child. Oh, okay. They knew that I would jump around and shit. <laughs> and then when I was older, they were like, you don't have to fucking come with us to the furniture store. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm not gonna. <laughs> well, okay. So <laughs> the, at least in my experience going, I guess it's just like, it's one of those things. It's synchronicity. And it's a synchronicity that apparently a lot of people have experienced because <clears throat> I remember being in a mattress store or a, or a furniture store and like thinking like no one's in here. This is weird. And then like 10 minutes go by and all of a sudden there's like fucking 30 people in there. So the, the conspiracy is, is that mattress stores stay open because they're actually front companies for massive cartel drug smuggling operations. And they pay a bunch of people that anytime like they're just hanging out, I don't know, fucking smoking cigarettes in the back or something like that. And then when a new customer comes in, they send a bunch of people in there to try to get that person to buy a mattress because it looks like a bunch of other people are also buying mattresses and they don't want to get their mattress bought from underneath their feet. So then they have a higher chance of buying a mattress. So the conspiracy is, is that mattress firms or mattress stores have people on the ready to enter the store in order to coax people into buying mattresses. But the fucked up thing is, is that I went into a mattress store recently to test that theory. No one was fucking in there. And about six minutes later, there's two other people in the store. So I was like, fuck, these guys are paid actors. Let's get the fuck out of here. You know what? I could fucking buy it. Because I remember I went into fucking, like, I don't know. I I went into an Ikea. And Ikea's fucking huge. And the th- even the one time I went into Ikea, it was like we would like we would go into an area. Because can't Ikea's fucking huge. But the minute that we went into, like, one of the, like, literally, like, because it's broken off into little sections, yeah. suddenly it would be, like, a bunch of people in that section. It's like, how, is, I agree. Like, how are we all ending up I agree. Here? It's like some Truman Show shit in Ikea, right? 
Like you go into an Ikea yeah. and you're like, ah, seems normal. And then you walk into a place and it's almost like everyone was set up. It's like somebody, it's like yeah, some it's like, like, why are there other fucking people here? Some director of photography is like, okay, you need to be over in this corner. You need to be talking about weird shit. Talk about like your dead mouse or something like that. Yeah. They definitely won't talk about you. Okay, you go over here. You guys are going to be the angry couple. You guys are going to be arguing about this dumb fucking pillow, but just keep the argument going. All right, you got a bad kid. Have the kid run around. We don't want them to be, them to be in this area. We want them to go to the kitchen area. So what you got to do is you got to make them really uncomfortable, get them the fuck out of this area, and then we're going to step another crew on the other side of the kitchen area. So then they'll go back into the kitchen area so that they'll buy some kitchen shit. <laughs> We need him to be buying this kitchen shit. Like, Ikea is, like, designed to just make you feel, like, the pressure to buy something. Because it's set up as, like, a, like, it's set up as a quote-unquote maze. But, like, it's also, like, that's what, like, when people are like, oh, I get lost in Ikea. And it's like, that's because you've tr- you're trying to find something specific. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're trying to find the specific thing you want in, like, Ikea. You yeah. don't seek it out. You walk into Ikea and you fucking keep walking forward until you're there. Like... That's the problem with Ikea is you don't go into Ikea to try to find something. You go into Ikea to see everything. and you just wait and, t- and then you wait until the thing you want is in front of you. For sure. Dude, do you have anything that you can riff on for a little bit? Because this beard just ran through me like fucking Usain Bolt. So I got to piss. I'm going to continue to fucking rant about Ikea. Dealio, Ikea, bro. everything. They keep saying that it's, you know, they keep all the like native language shit on there. But also like it's like half of this, like I feel like half of the things that are on there, like they're like they, that's, that's a whole marketing scheme they want you to be like oh i'm gonna try to say these words that because they, they like americans inherently think that other languages are like silly to them so it's they're banking on american racism to go into an ikea and be like oh or not racism i guess zionism or xenophobia whatever the fucking idea that you know anything but english-speaking americans are good people so they're banking on the fact that Americans are going to go in there and, you know, buy things just because they sound silly. Or, I mean, obviously, also, like, people, you know, need their stuff. But, like, it's just... Yeah, how many how many weird little niche things do you need from Ikea? There's a million things that you need. You know how many things you need from Ikea? One thing that you went in there for and you walk out with, like, 27 different fucking things. Happens every single time. Exactly. They also sell really good chocolates. And I, I, unfortunately, the only time that I've ever been to an Ikea was like, I went there to get my bed and it was like at the beginning of, uh, COVID. So like, it, like mask, like this was before like masks were necessary or anything like that. But like everybody was like still social distancing, but the, um, the cafe was closed. So the one time that I went to an Ikea, I did not get to experience the Ikea Swedish meatballs. They're bad. Are they They're really? not even good. They're just fucking Shit. different for fat white people. There's like, oh, this is different than shepherd's pie. This is true. I'm sorry to make fun of anybody that eats a lot of shepherd's pie, but like, that's come on, that's uh, white shepherd's food. Shepherd's pie is fucking. That's white food, dude, man. Shepherd's for like, real. I don't get it. I don't. It's just mashed potatoes, corn, meat, Shepherd... and onions, and car- and like green beans, possibly. It's, it just to me seems like food that you don't really have to chew. <laughs> Americans were like, this kicks ass. Oh yeah, dude. It's poverty food. It's just straight up, hey, let's mix shit together. What do we got? I don't know. We got some carrots and we got some fucking onions and no garlic because we don't put it. We're Midwesterners. Don't put we don't fucking our garlic food. in anything. Maybe some pepper, dude. Maybe. But you know what? We're not brown and shit. We're going to we're gonna use some gray meat. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to minimally yeah. cook this fucking beef. And then we're going to put it in this casserole. And that's... That's Midwest poverty food for you. It's just people that are eating for sustenance, and they're like, "This tastes all right." That is, 
literally one of my favorite meals in the world is a fucking like poverty yep. struggle meal. Like, no, it's amazing. One of my favorite things. And I thought it was like something like good. And then I like, as an adult, I grew up and like looked at the cost of like how much, <sighs> like you, how much it costs, how much food you get out of it. And I'm like, Oh, this is, this is survival food. <laughs> What's, what is the dish? Yeah. Uh, goulash. Oh, goulash is great. dude. It's, well, my, not not the one I make. I mean, the the one I make is delicious. Like, don't get me wrong, but it, it is not. Uh, it's only called goulash. I don't think it's actually. I don't think it actually is goulash. I don't think it has a name. But it's literally a take, like a two liter bottle of tomato juice, and a pound of hamburger, and shell macaroni, and I I take my pan or my my big pot. I fry up the hamburger in the pot, and then I boil my noodles on the side and then when the hamburger's cooked and the noodles are done i just mix it all together with the tomato juice season it with some salt and pepper and wait for it to cook, like you know boil and then that's my fucking goulash and it costs four dollars and i can eat on it for three days that's pretty sick dude it's dollar 33 i mean it's delicious yeah it's because yeah it's like a, i mean Oh, yeah, I guess it doesn't cost. It's no, it's not. It doesn't cost four dollars. It costs four dollars per day. I should say. I, mean, I should clarify. It's that. not bad. Yeah, it's because it's a pound of hamburger is like five bucks, and then yeah, that's really the most expensive part because you know a, a two liter tomato juice is like three bucks, pound of hamburger is like five bucks. Shell a box of shells is like a dollar, so it's like I think I have an even eight dollars. I think I have an even cheaper poverty meal that is along the same lines. <clears throat> so. <laughs> this is something that like I grew up thinking everyone knew about it. Probably like your goulash. Like as a kid, yeah. I was like, everybody knows about Dino casserole. I, uh, <laughs> I fucking don't. <laughs> yeah, dude. So my mom always made this Dino casserole, looked it up. Fucking no one knows what Dino casserole is. <laughs> what Dino casserole is, is macaroni and cheese, a box of macaroni and cheese mixed with ground beef. Boom. Done, son. You just like cook the macaroni. Then you mix mix. Yeah, you cook the noodles, mix the fucking cheese shit in there, then you throw beef in there, then you throw it in a casserole dish, put it in the oven for a little bit, and dry out the top noodles, get a little bit of texture on it, and then fucking take that shit out, and it's done. It sounds like, it sounds like hamburger, like cheesy hamburger helper that like yeah. someone spruced up a little bit. I mean, I don't know how spruced up that is because hamburger helpers like fucking, that's like fucking highfalutin, like middle class stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, like hamburger helpers is all in the pan. Like, it's just all in the pan. You just mix a bunch of shit together, and it's all made in the pan. At least with the Dino casserole, there's like a second step going on. Yeah, that's fair. I asked my mom about it recently, and I was like, "What's going on with Dino casserole, mom?" And she's like, "What? It's Dino casserole." I was like, "I understand that we know what Dino <laughs> that's ca- not a thing. yeah, like we know what Dino casserole is, mom. But what is Dino casserole? Where does where does that come from? I did a lot of." looking and i couldn't find shit this is only our thing like what's going on she's like i don't know some guy named dino made this and then i call it dino casserole it's like oh okay so you got a poverty meal one time when you were a kid by some guy that was too hung over to make you food and you called it fucking dino <laughs> casserole <laughs> fucking i love struggle meals like that though where it's like when i would make uh I, I, my other struggle meal i guess it's a little cheaper than my goulash but the goulash is i consider a bit like a better deal because i can eat on it for three days yeah. whereas my my other struggle meal, goddamn tuna and noodles. Not bad. It's so good, and it's like a can of noodles or a, you know a bag of noodles, dollar maybe. Can of tum- can of tuna, two dollars tops. Can of cream of mushroom soup, boom. Bada bing, then, bada boom. My my mommy used to make that too. Oh, it's so fucking good. And then like, and that's the thing is people are like, oh, you mean tuna noodle casserole? No, 
I don't. No casserole, <laughs> bitch. I mean, I mean, you make that shit in a pan, and then you fucking put it right on the plate. You don't bake that shit. I don't put peas in it. I don't put the fucking little French, the fancy Frenchy fried onions or bullshit, that bullshit on it. It, it is tuna macaroni and cheese except for instead of mac and cheese it's goddamn cream of mushroom soup and that's the fucking meal. dude a lot of cream of vegetables soup was used back in the day man oh yeah i mean one of my other favorite struggle meals that i didn't this one i really didn't realize was a struggle meal is fucking slow cooked round steaks with fucking beef gravy and cream of mushroom soup yeah yeah it's pretty much like anything that's like really a reliance on cream of mushroom cream of fucking whatever other cream of whatever's i know there's like there's like cream of celery which is weird as shit yeah but like there's all sorts of like cream of chicken all that crap but like that's like quintessential midwest like okay let's be real here poverty food and struggle meals is comfort food i think everybody knows that oh yeah agreed upon like poverty food just is like more of aggressive language that i like to use because i'm an aggressive son of a bitch (laughs) <laughs> I'm an aggressive motherfucker. <laughs> I'm so aggressive, dude. God damn. And that is officially Hell one yeah. hour in the podcast. So I don't know when no we're going to stop this shit. Yeah. But we're definitely not going to get to the, the rest of Franz Liszt. So this part, we still got an hour left to talk. Yeah. And, and we're going to cut this Franz part. Liszt part two. Yeah. So I guess we're like exactly at an hour after we started recording. So we should we do like, because we were in the middle of that conversation, but we can pick it up and just be like, okay, hard cut now next episode starts now this is literally two parts of one conversation Hell so yeah. meta Alrighty. so i'll just go ahead and close this one out because yeah we didn't even have like a, we didn't even way. close we just kind of like stopped out of fucking nowhere yeah. guys that's how we roll we're just talking and then all of a sudden oh hours up bye yeah peace i mean we were like we were on the we were on the regs on the dredges there anyway with our fucking struggle meal talk so if anybody wants to hear more of our struggle meal talk tune in next week for the thrilling conclusion to this conversation oh i'm definitely going to be talking about other stuff right away but yeah oh yeah we, we also have franz list i have, so I have a, the rest of that to talk about we, that's going to be the that's going to be the cap you know we're going to start with franz list and ends with franz i list. think that's what it is it's like franz list is the egg and uh demons are the yolk Exactly. <laughs> this our podcast is just one giant fucked up frittata. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Play this one out. Alrighty. Make sure you head on over to punninggames.com where you can find such podcasts as Fun Pun Gaming, Not Worth the Time, and of course my personal favorite, Who Gives a F, as well as Returning Classics, Things About Stuff, and No Rational Thought, as well as my two archived podcasts, The Grove and Monster Jamboree, and as always. This one dropping every Tuesday. You know it to love it. The Empty Parlor. And also, please make sure to check out my Lamb Like the Animal YouTube channel where I drop comedy tips and lifestyle vlog stuff. And other than that, that is about all I have. If you have anything to plug, Jeff. Uh, <clears throat> I do have one new hot sauce coming out. We made a very, very, uh, very spicy mango hot sauce. Uh, we are probably going to be coming out with it later this week probably the week that this podcast comes out getting the labeling finished up we're going to call it uh, mango don't fear the reaper because there are reaper peppers inside of that and it is a mango hot sauce we have about 10 bottles available so as always if you are an empty parlor fan who also likes hot sauce hit up iowa pepper company on instagram and ask us hey What's going on? I would like some hot sauce. And I'll tell you, probably, I'll just tell you, hey, just hit, just uh, wait until I post it. But 
If it is posted, be like, I want that fucking hot sauce, and then I'll send it to you. Wherever you are in the continental United States, sorry, can't send to Alaska or Hawaii. Um, actually, continental United States, maybe possibly Canada, possibly Mexico, but, I mean, that'd be kind of a stretch. But definitely not Europe. Asia, sorry, guys. We got to wait a few years. But if you're within the CONUS, hit me up. I'll send you a bottle of hot sauce. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll hate me for it. Maybe you'll love me for it. I don't really give a shit. I make hot sauce. It's available. So hit me up, Iowa Pepper Company, on Instagram. Looking forward to you guys hitting me up. Hell yeah. All righty. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye.